Abilene, Texas, 1996. Reporter Brian Bethel was on his way to pay his internet bill when he pulled over in a movie theater parking lot to fill out his check. While concentrating on what he was writing, he is startled by a knock on his car window. Brian looked up to see two boys, about 10 to 14 years old. They were both wearing pullover hoodies and jeans. The taller of the two boys, the one who would speak to Brian directly, had olive-colored skin and curly brown hair, while the shorter boy, who did not speak for most of the encounter, had pale skin with freckles and light orange hair. The taller boy smiled at Brian, a smile that sent a chill through Brian's bones, (laughs) and he felt his fight-or-flight response kick in for some inexplicable reason. Brian regrettably rolled his window down just a couple inches, just enough that he could ask the children what they wanted. The taller boy spoke up and said, Hey, mister, we were going to see a movie, but we forgot our money. Can you give us a ride home so we can get our money to see the movie? Brian told the boys he didn't have time to take them anywhere right now, and he didn't know them, so he thought it would be a bad idea for him to give them a ride. The taller boy, in an assured and unwavering, almost mature voice, asked for a ride again and added, We're just two little kids. We don't have a gun or anything. (laughs) <laughs> like, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> that wasn't originally in Brian's head. But now it is. <laughs> exactly. Well, this really raised the hair on Brian's neck. What a strange thing to say, he thought. He asked the boys what movie they were going to see. The taller boy, still being the only one to speak, said they were just going to see Mortal Kombat. Brian looked up at the marquee and could see that the last showing of Mortal Kombat had already started quite a while ago, and regardless of how far the boys' home was from the theater, they would have missed most of the movie by the time they returned, and there would be no point to even see it at that point. The strangeness of this situation was hitting Brian hard now, and it would escalate to a whole new level when Brian turned back to look at the boys and realized they both had completely black eyes. (gasps) Dun dun dun! Eyelid to eyelid, liquid black eyes, devoid of any signs of life or a soul. Brian quickly told the boys he could not help them, and at this moment, both boys started banging on the car windows and yelling, We can't come in unless you say it's okay! Let us in! At this point, Brian had had enough, and quickly put his car into gear and sped away. As he did so, he looked in his rearview mirror towards the boys, and they were gone. There was nowhere they could have ran to in this parking lot to hide in those few seconds. They had just vanished. Brian would never forget this moment for the rest of his life. Hey, we should start our own podcast. Let's do it. Wait, crap. How is it going to (laughs) go? Mysterious podcast. Hello. I'm Mackenzie. I'm Rainy. And today, if you hadn't guessed already, we're talking about black eyed kids. Oh, chids. <laughs> the chids. Black eyed chids. I was going for children and <laughs> kids. <laughs> well, yes, the black eyed children are also known as black eyed kids, kids, black eyed children. B E K. K E K. I let's just talk about that. I hate the BEK. I know, me too. It literally it just makes me think of uh, BTK. BTK. And yeah, like, I know. No, no, we it, don't it makes need no sense. Any... Let's not bring two terrible things together. Yeah, like we do not need that. That is, <laughs> let's just let's forget that and just do black eyed children or black eyed kids. Just say the full thing. Yeah, no I acronyms agree. necessary. Yes, I definitely agree. Black eyed kids is simple and easy. Black eyed yep. children's not that hard. <laughs> no. We'll just call it that. Yep. I like that much more. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, there have been multiple encounters with black-eyed adults as well. And sometimes you think they're kind of linked to, like, the men in black. And the black-eyed peas. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) 
We definitely think that the Black Eyed Peas members got together and created these Black Eyed Children. Yeah. It happens. Dude, it makes sense. Right. When I was researching my stuff for the Black Eyed Kids, I just kept finding things on the Black Eyed Peas. I'm like, this is not what I was looking for. This is not it. It's like showing at the Black Eyed Peas, blah, 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 concert. No. The Black Eyed Peas should do a song of Black Eyed Kids. Yeah. That would be... A jam. That would that. It'd It'd be be a banger. It would be a banger. (laughs) I'd head bob to that for show. Brian's story that we just discussed is credited as the beginning of the Black Eyed Kids legend. The very beginning. And this was in 1996. So it's a fairly modern urban legend. But uh, there have been encounters uh, discussed since that had. taken place previous to his, but they hadn't been put out on the internet. This was in the really early ages of Mm -hmm. the internet. Yeah. Even his story was put out on this, like, group email chat. It was, you know, we didn't have the type of pages we have now. We didn't have Wikipedia. You know, we, when I was only three years old in 1996. I wasn't even alive. No, you were not. By quite a while. Not till the 2000s, baby. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. So, yeah, early early ages of the internet. Um, yes. That's what makes it a little more compelling, almost. Right. Because the people that had these experiences were in, like, they discussed it in different areas, and they came together and realized Found they had other. these similar experiences. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't how somebody it, saw one and then made up another. Yeah, it's not like how you would find it now. Like, you'd see it all, like, you could see this all over Reddit or on an Instagram mm-hmm. post. It's not like that. Right, exactly. So it's very much more like, oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. There's a little something behind this now, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, it gives just a little more credit to it, at least, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In I many agree, people's. I agree. So, um, these black-eyed kids have also been likened to stories like creepy pasta stories. Yeah. And specifically the Slenderman, um, as in modern urban legends. Ugh, but unlike the Slenderman, who was proven to be, be made. Fake. Yeah, it was made up it story. It was made up, yeah. Yeah, by this guy who was working on a Photoshop assignment, yeah, basically. Yeah, And that's just not quite the same as black-eyed children. Mm-hmm. The black-eyed children have roots in like, like reality. Yeah. Like how with the Slenderman, like people will report sightings and whatever, but really it's not, there is no like legitimate story that started with like, wait a second. Right. Like, I they actually, know where it came from. It's yeah, made they, up. They saw the creepy picture of him and then people started seeing things, which right. obviously isn't accurate. Mm-hmm. So this is like, it started with, hey, I saw something really weird. And like people were like, yeah, I saw that too. Oh my gosh. That's exactly like what happened Wait a second. That's so weird. And then boom, now you have this whole like thing. Mm-hmm. The black-eyed children. Black-eyed chids. Chids. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We said the exact same time. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. So um, these children, or are they children? Or are they adults? Well, some of them are adults. Adults. Are um, they demons? They have been, there have been stories about them, uh, all around the world and in different time periods, but uh, most of the stories seem to come from the U.S., hmm. which is a little unusual. Um, just but another thing coming from us. It just kind of gives more credence to the modern urban legend part of it, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, most urban legends were <laughs> came up a long, long, long time, time ago, ago where yeah. the U.S. wasn't a thing. Yes. <laughs> we were not the U.S. Right, exactly. We were land with natives on it and that was about it yeah nothing it wasn't the united states of america yeah it didn't exist no (laughs) the the place was here the idea of the u.s was not here no (laughs) i'll never think of it the same way after people are like yeah the world looks at the looks at america the way america looks at florida yeah pretty much that put it into pretty good perspective for me (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Florida, but you know who you are. <laughs> we love you. Like, I had vacation there, but I don't want to stick around for more than, like, a week. I ain't, get, I ain't becoming a Florida woman. A Floridian. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> uh, so, the most obvious and clearly terrifying feature of these children are their black eyes. They have often been described as empty or soulless, liquid black, 
or like the midnight sky with no stars. Yeah. The odd thing is that many of these victims of these encounters describe not even noticing the black eyes at first. Yeah, which is something you typically notice like right, right I away. Feel like that would be pretty obvious. So yeah. either these children are somehow cloaking that their eyes are black mm-hmm. using some sort of mind control or something. Yeah. Or they're able to hide their faces enough yeah. that you can't – you're not really looking at their eyes very much mm-hmm. until they show them to you basically. Yeah. See, I think – Or what, they're yeah. turning black, which yeah. there have been a couple of cases of that I've as well, that, that people see them go black. Well, I think is that like in a lot of scenarios from what I've like seen and heard is that like people will look at them like straight on like – Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like they don't even comprehend at right. first that their eyes yeah. are black. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, these people have – these kids have black eyes. That's mm-hmm. unusual. Like they yeah. don't even comprehend that at first, which yes. is very strange. It's like they're getting in your mind, yeah, which is exactly. almost worse than anything else. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, that's definitely the one of the most scary parts yeah, of it Leave all. my mind alone. <laughs> it, a lot of the times once somebody has denied these – children what they're asking then they start to notice the black eyes Mm -hmm. and then they realize why they have been so afraid (laughs) yeah it's like oh this is this makes sense (laughs) all right this is getting weird let's go (laughs) all right time to split (laughs) lickety split like a banana what is it that that always says Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> and I can't believe it was so long. It was just last year that I actually first saw the Bush's Baked Beans commercial. I didn't even know that's what it was from until you told me. Oh, my like, gosh. It was the like, funniest thing. I see this commercial online of Bush's Baked Beans, and it's just a regular commercial. And all of a sudden, this guy goes, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. And it's just a bunch of beans. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's literally rolling footage of beans. <laughs> That's something that our dad has said, like, as long as I can remember. Yeah, it's like, anytime like, we need to leave, it's like, let's, let's roll, roll that beautiful, beautiful bean, bean footage. footage. <laughs> <laughs> where does he pick that? Like, where in his mind is it like, I'm going to use that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's good. I love it. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. That's so good. That's good. The black-eyed kids are generally described as being between the ages of 6 to 16, They usually are found wearing old-fashioned and outdated or homemade clothing almost. Kind of similar to like what Amish or Mennonite members would wear. Mm -hmm. You know, like homemade, not like embellished a lot. Yeah. So like a nice peasant style dress. (laughs) dress. You know, no zippers. Yeah. (laughs) No zips. Maybe a few buttons sewed on here and there. For sure. No like little metal clasps. You don't really have those. Mm -mm. No. No Velcro. Studs. No studs. No, what is it? No bling. You're not gonna have rhinestones. (laughs) What is it? No (laughs) no bedazzles. They probably well, know. I'm pretty sure there was one case where the back of this kid's jacket was like bedazzled black eyed kids. What? That's <laughs> sick. Like the black eyed peas? Could you imagine the B E K in like homemade I'm bedazzled? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Am I on punk? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I would at that point like, all right, I gotta let you in. Like, hey, that's it, uh, man. Like, you kids got style. You persuaded me. <laughs> So these kids will always ask to come inside, whether it's a car or a house they're trying to get into. They're going to ask to come inside or they're going to ask for something that would require them to come inside the house, like using a telephone or using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Specifically, telephones seem to be a, a key. It's telephones player. they often ask for and people will often say, yeah, you can use my cell phone and try to hand it to them. And they're like, no, I, I need the landline. I need the one on the wall. We don't yeah. have a landline. <laughs> this is 28. 20- 2021. I always said 2015. It's not 2015. Whoa, girl. Whoa. I wish it was 2015. Life would be much better. Much more simpler, actually. It was more simple, but then I would know all of this was coming. Oh, yeah. I would just run away to like... Like 2015, you know that 2020 is only five years away. That's Oh, crap. (laughs) We got to go. 2020 was the start of the end. The beginning of the end. Beginning of the end. I know I love like all the memes that are like, 2021 is just 2020 part two. Yeah, exactly. It's not 2021. It's 2020 
the <laughs> sequel. <laughs> right? Literally. And, like, that's so accurate. Or, like, now it's, like, the ones Part that are... Though. Right? <laughs> it's, like, me still processing 2021, 2022, four months away. Like, I know. Like, I'm running and, like, me still what? processing 2020, 2020, right? 2022, only four months right? away. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's Sweet bad. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. This has been a rough time. It not going to lie. so anyway these kids will are trying to get entry into your car or your house and it it seems like they have to be invited in Mm, like a vampire exactly or a demon the people do liken them to a vampire yes because there's lots of cases of them saying you have to let us in you have to tell me it's okay Mm -hmm. you have to invite me in and that's a vampire thing because vampires have to be let into your Mm -hmm. home and then they can do whatever the fuck they want like suck your neck and eat your blood that's exactly right yep that's what vampires do i would know i've seen it happen firsthand what? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What? That's why, that's why I'm so pale, because all the blood has been sucked from me from a mis- uh, an unfortunate event. Oh my goodness. But they left you with some life left? Not a lot. Don't you usually turn into a vampire after you've been bitten by a vampire? No, these ones live? were a different type of breed. They don't actually do that. They oh. just, like, leave you there. They're like, all right, figure it out, pal. Oh. I'll give you just enough juice to get by. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All righty. You learn something new every day. I guess so. <laughs> These children will escalate to, like, repeatedly demanding that they need to be let in, but they will never actually force their way in. Mm. It's like there's this unstoppable force or some rule that they just can't get past. They have to be let in. Yeah. The easy thing is, if you see a black-eyed kid, just don't just let it don't in. Don't let them in. Be like, not gonna do Stay outside. <laughs> You're not crossing this line. <laughs> Sorry, man. Not Sorry about that. It's like pouring down rain, lightning. Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> sucks, yeah, to exactly. sucks. sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, man. <laughs> like a vampire. Yep. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and see if they raise their eye to that. I'd be like, what? Oh, what? Raise what? their eyebrow what? above yeah. their black eye. You caught what I'm playing on right there? You caught what I'm laying down? You smell where I'm stepping? Right. <laughs> you picking up what I'm laying down? <laughs> that's what it is. What I was trying to say, you see what I'm laying down? Nah, that's wrong. Uh, Rainy actually has a pretty terrifying case of a black-eyed child going through a lot of trouble to gain access to a victim's car. Mm-hmm. So she's going to talk about that a little bit now. All right. So in the March of 2008, a 12-year-old boy was sitting in a car outside of the outside of the salon that his mom was getting her hair cut in. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see, like, where this was, like, what state or whatever, but I wouldn't exactly leave my child just locked in my car. How old was he? Twelve. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I would just take him in, but whatever. Mom left us in the car all the freaking time. <laughs> yeah, to die and take the keys and lock the door and then forget. And she's talking to her friend for, like, 30 minutes. Yikes. I'm surprised somebody broke the, like, window to try and get us out. Like, these kids are dying. <laughs> but no, that never happened. No. He was sitting in there just kind of, like, minding his business, you know, like... You know, just hanging out. Playing his Game Boy. Yeah, it's 2008, so he probably did have a little little <laughs> <Game> handheld. <laughs> uh, or back when they had those DVD players in the car. Right? That was like... <laughs> Those, yeah, those little portable DVD players. Yeah, they were super thick and, like, did not yeah. work. I remember trying to watch Nemo on one of those during a car ride, and it was, like, they so scratchy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, specifically on the whale part where he gets eaten. Like, ah, big ah, open ah, mouth. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and Marlon's like, no! And he's falling, like, through, like, their bristled teeth. It was quite a scenario. It was. I remember Gosh. that vividly. I do, too. Like, that is such a, like, a memory that's been ingrained in my brain. It's just, like, wanting to watch Nemo so bad, but we can never get past the whale part. (laughs) So he's just hanging out in the car, and that's when he looked over outside and noticed there was another boy around the same age as him walking back and forth on the sidewalk, like, in front of the car that was, like, parked there that he was in. Mm -hmm. And at first he was like, oh, this, like, looks like my friend. He thought I was a friend from school, so he was banging on the window to try and get his the kid's attention to come over to so we could like talk to him so that's when the kid looked up and came over and that's when he realized like oh this wasn't anybody that he knew but he didn't see anything wrong with the kids so he's like cool like a friend like coming over mm-hmm. uh so that's when the boy said that the child just stood outside the window and stared at him through the window just like poop right against the windshield just staring at him mm-hmm. and he said he looked over 
And that's when he realized that his eyes were pitch black. And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is not good. Code red. Code, code black eyed. Code, no. Just B- bad. Code B-E-K. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So he said that they're just completely black. And he didn't notice this before. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't. Which is strange because the kid had come over and, and looked at him. staring at him. And they didn't realize it until he, like, yep. isn't. I, so that's strange. He had a sudden awareness that the children, yeah. child's eyes was black. Mm-hmm. So then this little kid, well, child, it's hard because there's two boys mm-hmm. and I don't have either of their, like, names. So it's boy and boy. But so the little boy standing outside the car. The B-E-K. The B-E-K kid keeps, like, just staring at him and all of a sudden goes, like, repeatedly saying over and over again, you must let me in. You must let me in. Uh. But he said he was saying it in a very hushed, like, whispering tone, like, you must let me and he was like, no. And he locked the car door. <laughs> nah, man. He's like, not going to do that. Locks the car because this is like an old car. So like, you know, the little like. Oh, yeah. So you have to like emphasize the push of the. Uh, no. <laughs> not today, B-E-K. Yeah, it's quite a diss, I will say. <laughs> like blocked completely. Bye. It's mm-hmm. like when you're on a cell phone, when you had flip phones and you're like, ah, whatever. And you, <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Flip loans and manual locks. Yep. So, locks the door. Uh, nah, man. You ain't coming into my car. Not today. So, of course, this boy was absolutely freaked out and decided the best idea for him was to hide underneath the seats of this car. Of course. <laughs> so, he did. He ducked down, <laughs> hid underneath the seats. I don't know how you hide underneath seats of a car, but this must have been a vehicle. Like a bench seat in the back. Yeah, it must have been something along those lines. <laughs> So he hid in there, and that's when he realized about five minutes later that the BK kid was gone. So cool. So he got back up, and then his mom came inside the car and was like, Hey, uh, there's a little boy with these pitch black eyes that came into the salon, and he demanded that I give him my keys to this car so he can get in it. And of course, she denied, but she said that she had this like really menacing, scary presence that he was just like, You need to give me your keys. I need to get in your car Whoa. and eat your son alive. Well, he didn't say the last part, but it was insinuated, or, you know, not insin- in- insinuated. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So obviously, she denied, and eventually, he Inferring. did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to murder your child or take him with me. He's going to be a B.E.K. himself. So there you go. One way or another, something's going to have to happen, lady. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this boy eventually left her alone after she kept denying him over and over again. And that was the end. The mom said to her son, like, that was super freaky. Like, what the heck just happened? And they went about their day and they went about their life. Wow. And that was that. So. That's kind of cool. It's like they both saw him, so at least they have each other to lean on. Yeah, right. But <laughs> and nobody else will believe you. Yeah, and she said that she just felt like this feeling of like dread, like mm-hmm. oh, like yeah, very well, strange. But I mean, although I saw a kid with black eyes, I'd be like, I don't love that. I'd probably feel dread too. Yeah, definitely. Like oh, that's awful. That's disgusting. Actually, my first response would just be like, no, go away. I'd be like. Hello, police. Yeah. Yes, well, there is a black-eyed child. Come get him. <laughs> Do something about this. Yeah. So, you know, like, a lot of the people are trying to say that these are just contacts or whatever mm-hmm. that these random teenage kids are wearing to make a prank. Yeah. But... What about the, the six-year-old ones? Yeah, exactly. What the hard thing is about that is that from actors who have played characters in movies that have to use black contacts, mm-hmm. like, fully black contacts, not just... The iris, you yeah. know, this is the entire eye. eye. Yeah, exactly. Sclera and all. Yeah, there's no whites. No, no whites showing. Nothing. So to wear those types of contacts is extremely uncomfortable. They actually have to have a technician put them in for them and r- <sighs> remove them. <laughs> and they're extremely expensive. Yeah, like back, I like so. They're like 400 bucks a pair. So wow. most kids aren't going to be spending their allowance on that yeah. for a prank. And they're not going to be shoving it in their eyeballs either. Yeah. And back in, like, 1996, when that first case came mm-hmm. out, those weren't readily available. No. Like, they did exist, but for, for very TV, specific purposes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. For very specific purposes. And, like, purposes think about the ones And through specific with, people. Yeah. And think about the cases with the young children. Like, six, like a six-year-old. How are you going to get a six-year-old to shove those contacts no. in? You're not. You're not. You're not. That's You're just it. not. Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't know. That doesn't sound too likely to me. I don't think you could do it. I just like if it was just the pupil. Okay, but you it's don't not. use 
a more far-fetched <laughs> conspiracy theory to debunk a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory, right? Yeah, That's, exactly. Yep. Well, some people try, but you know. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, as with Brian Bethel's case, they often find that these black-eyed kids speak in an assured but more monotone voice. They use strange phrasing that's not really usual for children. Like, I got just, a gun. We're All just right. two young boys. Right. Or, or like, hey, mister. What's up, mister? <laughs> like, it's almost like people trying to act like how kids think. Are. Exactly. Like, That's what it's saying. Like it's so weird. They think oh. they could be aliens. You know, aliens uh. that have done some research about humans, but like maybe children act this way. Right. Their <laughs> research is like outdated. They're yeah. giving them sh- like old clothes and old phrases, or like not totally Childlike. complete research because they're also putting weird things together. Yeah. Like in. Well, in this next case, I'll explain one of those situations. All right. All right. So this next case uh, I got from myhauntedlife2.com. It's a bunch of paranormal stories people put on there. Wow. Um, So this case, I'll pretty much just read the guy's story verbatim. That way it's in his own voice. Gotcha. So the incident took place about seven or eight years ago. I've been reading many of the accounts on your website and wanted to share my story. It was a little different to the average account I have read and may be useful for someone. I had just moved to Las Vegas with my wife of 20 years. We were small town folk from the Midwest. We moved across country. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought. Never answer your door. Don't do it. Look out the peephole first or the window. (laughs) Or your security camera. I had never heard of the black-eyed kids until this incident. The first thing that should have tipped me off to the strangeness of this situation was the fact that someone was knocking at 4.30 a.m. Yeah. I've been there, done that. (laughs) Don't need to go back. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. The second thing that should have dawned on me is this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlatch and open it, which I tried to do later and couldn't manage. I'm not, sh- short. <laughs> I'm not sure how he managed to get into my yard. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. Literally, I went from being relaxed to shaking like a leaf. To this day, I can picture him, a teenager, around five feet, average build, knee-length black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses, eating an apple, standing on the other side of my door. He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no, closed the door, and slid the security (laughs) chain into place. (laughs) A moment later, another knock. I opened the now chain door, and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. I said no again and attempted to close the door. Also, this is Las Vegas, right? Just wait an hour, you'll be plenty warm. I was going to say, warm up. It's probably already warm. At 4.30 a.m., the sun is out. You're going to be hot. Yeah, literally. If the sun's out. I love this. This depends on the time of year, I suppose. Yeah. I love the, no. Just close the door. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry. That's the perfect response. So just, nope. Close the door. Leave it at that. <laughs> I said no again and attempted to close the door. Before the door could shut, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? <laughs> that's, that's so right? normal. So that's their... Incomplete research. Literally. <laughs> uh, humans definitely use ketchup on apples. ketchup on things. They put ketchup on everything. They must put ketchup on apples. An apple would make perfect sense. <laughs> What's the difference between an apple and a potato? None. Exactly. It's the same. They're both, like, you know, the same consistency. It's like a French fry. Fry. You could French fry apples. French you try apples. that. <gasps> and use caramel dipping sauce. Mmm. That sounds really good. I think I just... Nobody steal this idea from me. <laughs> this is, I'm going to patent this. Oh, yeah. We got to try good. that. Yeah, that's for sure. I, for sure. We can do it. We could even try air frying them. Yeah. We need to do that. I think it sounds good. Oh, my Lord. I am a genius. <laughs> so anyway, this kid asks for some ketchup for his apple. Uh, then uh, he replies, not a chance. I replied, <laughs> my wife is currently calling the police. He smiled and just said, no, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I pushed the door closed, locked it, and called out to my wife. 
She thought I had been talking to myself. She didn't even hear him talk. I pulled the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He wasn't there. There was no trace of him. I go out to the patio and check the gate, but it's still latched from the inside. My wife didn't believe me until that evening when she returned home and saw a half-eaten apple on the top step outside of the house. Mm. That's the freakiest bit. The damn half-eaten apple hadn't been there when I checked the yard, yet a few hours later it was sitting on my step waiting for us to return home. That was creepy. Mm-hmm. No, you won't be calling anybody. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm out of fuck <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> yeah, so that was a pretty creepy one. Kind of showing, obviously, that they don't know all their stuff. It's not childlike behavior. I don't know. As a kid, I never was like, hey, I need ketchup for my apple. But can I come into your stranger's home and warm up? In Nevada. Yeah. Like, if Get there's anywhere out. you need stranger danger, it's Las Vegas. Literally. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Kid, just run. Like, the opposite direction. Don't be going in no houses. It's no. better to freeze in the desert. Literally, just, <laughs> like, mind your business. Go get a Shirley Temple or something. Go get... You can find ketchup, I'm sure, somewhere for an apple yeah. in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's open. It's They're all open. It's Las Vegas. <laughs> so, in this case, they didn't even... He didn't wasn't sure if he had black eyes or not. Because he had sunglasses. Right, exactly. Let's he be honest. Sunglasses. If it's four in the morning, he you probably don't need sunglasses. Yeah, this was probably a black-eyed kid. And it, they do sometimes show up by themselves in single people. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, they come in pairs. That's, That's worse. Most stories are two kids, one a little younger and one, like, in their teenage years. Mm-hmm. And uh, – but there are some cases also of there being, like, a group of them. Right. And – I think you have a story about that one. I do. So, this one's a little bit of a doozy, you guys. So, let's sit down, buckle up, and prepare. And somewhat. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you guys are from the Oregon area, you may, you know, vibe with this. You may connect on a personal hometown feeling. Uh. This happened in downtown Portland, Oregon. Woo! Keep it weird, Portland. Uh, keep Portland weird. Keep Portland weird. Yeah, yeah. That's keep Portland weird. That's Portland's catchphrase. Yes, it is. So if you guys know, you know Portland likes to keep it weird. Apparently, they may keep it a little too weird at times. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. If you've been to Portland, you, you know. know what we're talking about. If you've ever watched Portlandia, you, you know. know. You Just know like, Portland. Oh. That <laughs> show is... Accurate. Creepily accurate. It's like, oh. Unfortunately <laughs> accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's like our own little Florida, but like in a different way. Definitely different. But like just as but bad. Odd. Just like, what? I love to visit, but I ain't going to live there. No. Mm-hmm. And it has some really cool stuff that's very unique. Mm-hmm. But then like Darth Vader that rides around on a, like plays bagpipes and rides a unicycle. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. But then the copious amounts of homeless people and trash and... Vandalism and a lot of other situations that are just awful is, yeah. Anyways, Portland's beautiful in its own particular way. Yeah. So let's get into this story. Let's do it. All right. So these two guys met each other at a seminar in Portland, Oregon. It was around 11 p.m. at night. Apparently, like, that was their job. They had to go visit the seminar. It was a work conference. Yeah, it was like a work conference. It doesn't really particularly explain, but I'm guessing it had to be a work conference. Mm -hmm. It was a seminar. So he got, so John, one of the guys, got around 11 p.m. and went to his car. And that's when this guy named Doug came up to his car and started knocking on the window and asked for a ride because some creepy people were standing outside his car. John knew this guy because he had previously saw him and talked to him for a brief bit in the seminar. So the two guys drove to Doug's car to check things out. That's when they saw three kids outside Doug's car just, like, leaning up against it, which is weird. Like, don't lean on other people's cars, but it's Portland, so. (laughs) (laughs) There's two boys and one girl. The kids were described to be, like, just super creepy looking, and I don't know, but they described them to look goth. Which... Gothomatic? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gothomatic. So... You know, that's pretty accurate for <laughs> Portland children to... Gothomatic. Yeah, to uh, appear. They were, you know, they say they looked around ages from like 12 to 15. There mm-hmm. is a girl and then the two boys. And so the one boy looked about 12 and then the bo- other boy was about 15. And then the girl, they said, probably somewhere in between like 14, mm-hmm. 13. So, you know, they're 
that's pretty young, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So they were just, again, leaning against the car. And that's when John got a really strange urge to, like, slow down and, like, really look at them. He said his eyes were, like, itching to, like, look at them. Ooh. Like, don't do that. Don't itch your eyes to look at somebody. Yeah, you shouldn't itch your eyes. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Except for in this case. Well, actually, you probably should have minded your business. His business was in his car. Yeah, good point, good point. So that's when the two boys walked over to John's car and one on each side of it. So one was at John's window and one was on Doug's side of the window. So the oh. older boy was on Doug's side and the younger one was on John's side. Okay. So what? Wait. So did you say why John and Doug were in the car together? Already? Yeah. So jo Doug saw these kids by okay. his car and it freaked him out. So that's when he was okay. like, hey, can you give me like a ride? And he just gotcha. said, give me a ride. And that's when John was like, ah, let's just swing back by your car and check it gotcha. out. Gotcha. Okay. I think I missed that. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. That's when John was like, hey, like, why are you guys by this dude's car? Like, yeah. Why are you leaning on this guy's car? And the young, the younger of the two boys replied, it's scary out there all alone. And we just wanted a ride home. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like <laughs> verbatim, that's what he said. Like, this is quotations. <laughs> then the older boy said to Doug, you promised you'd help us out in a very, like, aggressive tone. <laughs> God. <laughs> to Doug, which replied, I don't even know you. That's what said. I don't even know you. John reported, like, saying that he felt, like, incredibly uneasy and just, like, this heavy sense of dread. Mm -hmm. Again, just, like... Oh crap! Yeah, like just super, mm -hmm. like own, like a weight. Like you know when I'm guessing it's a feeling along the lines of something like you know something bad's about to happen, mm -hmm. or like when you get that phone call in the middle of the night. You're just like, oh crap! Most of the time, good phone calls don't happen in the middle, middle of the night. night. Yeah, exactly. Except for us, we got a good phone call in the middle of the night. When we got Indy. Oh yeah, that's right. But I was scared. I know. I was just like, well, I panicked. Literally, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, no. Oh, no. And I called Sunny back, and I called Sunny back, and then I got up, and I was like, and they're like, we have to go. We got a cat. Like, we have a kin to go pick up. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I was, like, about ready to shed tears in yeah. that moment. Like, dad's dead. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I was like, he's dead. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. But Ugh. no. Thankfully, he that was not the case. Just a cat. Just yes. a kitten. Just a kitten. A kitten. Um. So... That's when, like, again, they just sense this really uneasy feeling, just like, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> like, we may need to leave now. Something bad is happening There is, yeah. <laughs> this is unusual. <laughs> Doug then said he was going to get out of the car, and that's when uh, John was like, no, and locked the door. <laughs> We're not doing that. He said he locked the door and just sped off as fast as he could. He's like, oh, hell to the naw. <laughs> sped off. And he looked at the, like, the rear view mirror, and he saw the kids just running after the car. He's like, what? what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. If so, kids ran after my car, I would yeah, just no, reverse. That, <laughs> I would reverse it and hit them. Like, no. <laughs> reverse. Reverse. Re reverse. Reverse. Put it in reverse. <laughs> Flip it in reverse it. <laughs> Back it up like a tonk truck. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, John said that he was, like, literally racing down this garage, like, the parking garage, which mm -hmm. if you've ever been in a parking garage, you know you're supposed to go, like, really slow because yeah. it's tight corners, especially in, you know, um, Portland. Like, everything's pretty compact. Right. Mm -hmm. So, he said he's going, like, 35 miles Whoa. down. That's insane. That's very fast. Like, you're supposed to be going, garage. like, 5 miles, <laughs> 5 to 10 miles down. Yeah. So, 35, like, this guy's flying uh -huh. down. So, and it seemed from, I didn't see what exactly how, like, what level they were on, but mm -hmm. he got to the very bottom in, like, just a few minutes, he okay. said, if even a few minutes. And when he got there, that's when John said he looked over and saw that there were one of the boys, or the older of the boy was just sitting out there, like, waiting for them on the sidewalk, like, inside the parking garage. Mm. And he was just perplexed, like, how did this kid get down here through all the steps and everything I mean, a, a lot of the time, parking garages have uh, elevators. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. He didn't say it. He just said this kid would have, he said this kid would have had to run down the stairs and okay. the sidewalks to get there. So gotcha. I don't know so if that it did. wasn't the case in this one. Yeah, like, the, how did this kid beat them mm -hmm. going down all these stairs and getting here in time? So he was super freaked out, like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, he was just saying, like, there's no way. There's no way that kid had gone down there. It doesn't make any sense. And then he said that the kid started to go up to them and, like, try and talk to them again, but he just flew away. Like, he flew <laughs> <Sped> away. <laughs> John picked up the car 
and flew and out of there. Sprouted wings. Busted through the ceiling and just left. <laughs> and you know what? Fight or flight, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it is Portland. Anything can happen. <laughs> Maybe he was on some drugs and this is what happened. That could be. And it explains the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> um, so he said again, he just felt this like really like heavy feeling of like a menace like a menacing feeling yeah. like i'm about to die mm-hmm. like he literally said he's like i thought i was gonna die like if those kids caught my car i was going to die okay and he said that and he said that he looked back again and the kid was gone he was just gone like he was not in the mirrors anywhere and how did this kid just poof mm-hmm. and like just nowhere. like brian's case yeah exactly about 10 minutes later john decided like hey like because they were just kind of, like, driving around, so mm-hmm. they decided to, you know, pull back through and go to John's, or Doug's car, because you kind of need his car. Mm-hmm. So he went back up there, and the kids were gone. There was nothing else there. Everything seemed fine. There, He didn't have any weird, uneasy feelings anymore, so Doug got in his car, and they both left together and decided to go, and I guess they were going in the same direction, not mm-hmm. obviously the same place, but same route. Mm-hmm. Doug had said that earlier he had met the little boy, um, previously on his way to the seminar, like, the younger one of the two, uh-huh. and asked for a ride to it, like, that parking garage area. So oh. he did because he was alone, and I guess he just yeah. helped him. So he said he took him there to give him a ride, and then he came back, and that's when the other ones were there, and that's when he got super freaked out. Gotcha. So he previously had let one of those kids into his car. Oh. So a little suspicious. So, Doug and John were now driving, again, in their separate cars, and Doug was about 45 feet in front of John, and all of a sudden, John got this sudden, like, sense of menace and dread again. The same feeling came back, and he was like, oh, no. And that's when Doug, in his car, went through a yellow light and crossed the intersection and got hit, like, like, the side, what is it, like, Uh T-boned? T-boned by a truck and died immediately on impact. That's when John immediately, you know, stopped, called 911, emergency services, so somebody could come out and, you know, take care of the wreck. He said he stayed in his car, locked the the door. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he said he looked up and saw that those three kids were standing about two blocks away just watching. No. Yep. Okay, that is the worst story I've ever heard in my life. Yep. I don't even know. What? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Pretty, pretty creepy. And again, it doesn't really say anything about these kids having black eyes, but it, he said it felt relate. Like, again, the sense of dread, mm-hmm. the, you know, the whole vibe and trying to get in their car, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Again, he never said anything about seeing their eyes, but I mean, that's pretty suspicious. And this guy died. I mean, he let one of them in the car and he died. Right. Yeah, that's a lot. That's definitely ominous yeah crazy and i mean like just the whole thing from the feeling of dread like he said he got the feeling of that before it even happened like minutes before you know doug died wow crazy and like that one's like a hometown so like you could look that up and i bet you could find like the actual report on it yeah that's scary i I didn't but i should yeah these black-eyed kids are bad news so do not let them in don't your car. Don't let them in your car. Don't let them in your house. If you live in Portland, do not let any Gothamatic children in your vehicles. That's right. Don't do it. Just don't. Gothamatic kids can just walk. It's yeah. okay. Ride the bus. One of my next points is uh, that um, these kids kind of just show up out of nowhere and they seem to Poof, be able to move really fast. They mm-hmm. disappear into nowhere. Yeah. And they don't have any difficult time getting through security or barriers. Which is strange. Into places they shouldn't be. Like that guy's gate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that guy's gate. Or like this next case that I'm going to talk about, All which right. is a little more secure than a gate. <laughs> Let's talk about it. This next story uh, was written by a man who, he was in the military. I've heard different military forms. From, from different sites. So I heard he was it was the Air Force. I heard it was the Marines. It's what regardless, it's a military base. So okay. we're so just gonna go with high that. security. Yeah. US high security military, right? Yes, okay. US military. 
So in November 2009, there was a military man stationed at Camp Lejune, which I guess if I just looked up that, I could tell you if it was the Air Force or the Marines. So. But that's okay. So look, we'll look it up yourselves. Yeah, there you go. Little uh, some homework. homework. There you go. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. I know. This is like the same brain sometimes. Ugh. What was it that we did the other day? Like we were about to, we said the exact like something in a movie. Michael, we're both like, like he sounds like Michael Bublé and a country singer. Yes, like, exactly. Like the exact same. Like thing. He sounds like a mixture of Michael Bublé and a country. country. We're just what? <laughs> we we're both the have the same brain. Yeah, mm. it's the same. It is basically very close. Yeah, <laughs> we're seven year apart twins. You know, no big what Alaskan, is Alaskan twins. I think Alaskan that's twins. nine months. <laughs> Yeah, but still. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. Just like, you know, six years off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, he was living on the base. Uh, He lived on the third floor of the infantry barracks. These barracks had open walkways on the outside, and then the rooms were on the inside. Hmm. He said he was pretty much one of the only people there that was awake that night. Most everyone else was actually away because it was a weekend and they were out having fun. And a lot of the others, if they were home, were sleeping. Mm -hmm. But he had stayed in because he had no money to go out. So he was just hanging at home. Dude. Doing a... That sucks. Inexpensive evening. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. I vibe with an inexpensive... Evening? For sure. Yeah, just watching some TV, eating like, some food. Exactly. That's not expensive. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like some noodles? Noodles. <laughs> yeah, dry noodles. Dry spaghetti noodles That's Rainy's favorite snack. It's good. It hits different. For I like, consume a lot of carbs. That's all I'm going to say. Like at least a good handful of carbs a day. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> a literal handful of spaghetti noodles. <laughs> like fistfuls. Like sometimes it's so big that I'm just like... <laughs> oh my gosh. It's good. So anyway, uh, he was the only one there. He didn't have money to go out. He was sitting in his room watching a movie when he heard a knock at the door. (gasps) Actually, he said it was more of a very rhythmic. Oh, that's worse. Oh, I heard that. I'd be like, nope, I gotta, Mm -hmm. I have to, I would lock myself in the bathroom. Yeah, like, that's not normal. I began my taser. That's red flag number one. Literally. <laughs> anyway, so he heard the knock at the door. He opened the door to find two little kids. He instantly felt very uncomfortable with the children. <laughs> he said that in the military, they are taught to listen to that little voice inside your head that tells you when something's wrong. Kinsey doesn't have a little voice in her head. I don't have a literal voice in my head. No, I'm sorry. I don't have a, what is it called, a personal narrative or an internal monologue. It's sick. I love it. It's like talking to somebody. I don't just even straight up like, know what that is. Yeah, girl. I feel, sh- I feel you. <laughs> Whatever. I do, yeah, I have no idea what that is. It's so cool. <laughs> love it. So he said this voice at that moment was telling him to shut the door. But he didn't listen. He let shut his good job. manners override. Yep. At that moment, he noticed the kids had completely black eyes. Ugh. Eyelid to eyelid, black eyes. <laughs> he asked them what they were doing there and why they were out so late at night. Instead of answering his question, they said, It's really cold outside. Can we come in and read? No, you can't read. <laughs> like, what? How do those two things go together? Right? What do you want to read? I don't have I have a manual or, uh, like... He thought it was really weird that two kids wanted to read, first of all. Yeah. That they were asking a stranger that they could come in and read. And they were on a military base? Yes, exactly. Like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably have a bomb on you. <laughs> <laughs> so Not it was safe. a military base in the U.S. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the Marines said that the eyes felt like they were sucking him in. But He looked around up and down the walkway to see if there was anyone else with these children because none of the families there would let their children wander around at night on a military base by themselves. And they wouldn't have black eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would be my first then, like, uh, what? (laughs) So these aren't kids. These are demons. These are monsters. (laughs) This is a straight-up alien. Which I do want to actually, like, connect that real fast you know how a lot of time aliens are depicted to have very large just fully black eyes like you know the very Mm -hmm, stereotypical mm -hmm. short green men with big old heads and those big old black eyes yep 
I mean, it would make sense from the way we're, like, you know, how things are connecting in the stories that, are, like, these people have black eyes and everything for the, and how aliens have black eyes and how their mannerisms are similar. Like, that's another connecting thing to aliens. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, like, they do they're... say that they're similar to the black eyes of, like, the grays or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> or the greens. Yes, kidding. It's, it's their technical term is the grace. Yeah. So, um, uh, when he looked, he looked around, and then when he looked back at the kids, he noticed they had stepped closer to him. Mm. Yeah. I would have punt those things away <laughs> immediately. Just boom. No. And so he said he had the feeling like he was being hunted. Like the kids were predators looking for their next meal. <laughs> Finally, his instincts took over and he shut and locked the door. Good. For the next five minutes, there was that gentle, constant knocking at the door. That's then he heard terrifying. his window rattle, then silence. And nothing else happened that night. <gasps> That's like my new worst fear is that knocking. Mm-hmm. Like if I hear that, I'd literally just... Run. I don't even know what I would do. I would just and that's probably not immediately normal start knock. crying. No. Like, if I heard that, I'd just be like, oh, shit. Something bad is outside. So, like, this is a concern. Mm-hmm. This is the day I die. That is what this is. That is the knock of death right there. The knock of death. Yup. The knock of death. Just the dreaded knock of death. Like, imagine if you heard yeah. it outside your window. Yeah. That, like, makes my hair I think stand someone was, like, hammering a notice on my door or something. <laughs> you are no. evicted from the house that you own and pay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Your time is up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take your house now. <laughs> and your soul. <laughs> yep. Your time is up on Earth. <laughs> We're taking you with us. Uh, the next day, he went to his officer on duty to ask about it, and he was told that there hadn't been any kids in the area the previous night, and he hadn't—he he didn't know of any kids that would should have been out. So that was very unnerving for him, and he obviously will remember this encounter forever. And probably cry forever at night about it. I would. Yeah, I might. At least for a month or two. Hearing the knocking in my dreams, mm-hmm. and it's awful when you have lucid dreams because you're just like, crap. Yeah. But at least I am conscious enough to be like, wake up, wake up, get up. You don't need to see this. Get up. <laughs> I always save myself. Like, right before something really bad happens in my dream, like, I know I'm about to die. I'm like, okay, open your eyes because you don't want to see yourself die. Or well, that's oh, because no. you have lucid dreams. I don't have I lucid dreams. I am so jealous that you have lucid dreams. It's so nice. It's so not fair. I want to have lucid dreams It's so, so nice. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes they're just regular dreams. But about 95% of the time, it's, that's so I know insane I'm dreaming. To me. That's so insane. Literally, I have had that happen one time. Really? I was dreaming that I was dreaming. And in the second dream, Inception dream, yeah. in that second dream, I was lucid dreaming. So in the first dream, I could control what was happening in the second dream. But then all of a sudden, that second dream woke up, and I was out. Like, I realized I was dreaming the whole time. Dreaming the first time and dreaming the second time. I have done... The, I've had a dream within a dream, if that makes sense, too. Yeah, that's what that. it is. But yeah. I, the, the actual, the second dream was lucid dreaming, but the first one no. wasn't. It was so, I can't even explain how it's it was. It's so strange how to explain lucid dreaming, because for me, it's like, almost like a, like, literally what you'd think, like, how they display, like, dreaming in movies, where it's like, It's like, at first, you're like, you realize you're, like, you're dreaming, you know, and then slowly you start to come to, like, okay, I'm dreaming, like, I know I'm in this dream state, and it's like, I know that it's not even like, oh, I'm dreaming, but it feels real. It's like, I know what this is. Like, I know, like, how it feels. It feels very particular. Like, a dream feels in a specific way. And, like, I'll watch things play out. Like, typically, I'm not, like, in like in it, like, doing anything. Like, it's not first person. It's more like I'm just watching it play out. And, like, let's say, like, a dream I had recently where, like, somebody broke into our house and was, like, trying to kill us. Before I saw, like, one of, like, you die, I just went, okay. Like, I don't want to see this anymore, and I woke up. <laughs> That's so Like, I crazy. told myself, I'm like, nope, we're going to wake up now because this is getting bad. Or how I'm like, oh, no, like, I need to go get Dylan. Like, I thought that in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I should get Dylan. And that's what I would do in real life, and that's what I did in my dream. It's like, and, and I knew I was dreaming, though, but I told myself, like, I need to get Dylan. It's like I'm still letting the dream play out for the most part mm-hmm. until it gets bad, and then, like, time to wake up. I don't uh, like that. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it's kind of a gift considering I mostly only dream horrible, horrific, <laughs> like, murderous dreams. So I guess it's like, hey, you're going to have awful dreams for the rest of your life, but at least you can stop so, them. Yeah, that's, at least you're conscious enough to say, okay, stop. That's so weird. Most of my dreams really have nothing to do with anything. And I don't often have, like, scary dreams, like, hor- like nightmares, but I have sad dreams a lot, and I'll literally wake up crying. Oh, yeah. One time I had a dream where Maverick had, like, been, like brutally killed and i just woke up with tears actually that's the one dream where i cried really really bad was when somebody broke into the house in my dream and like ren was like trying to protect like me and the guy locked me outside of the house and i watched him just like kill your dog and i was just screaming and crying and i woke up and i just had like tears streaming down my face and i was like because I was just like, I can't, like, I can't, Kenzie's going to be so disappointed. Like, she's going to be so upset I let her dog die. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's what I was thinking. And not only that, but, like, it was horrible. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to really see. Sad. I love Ren, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Ugh. Or the dream where I had where Sunny and Dylan were trapped inside the burning house. And all oh, I my gosh. Was, like, I had a dream about Sunny and Dylan dying one time. That was terrible. That's how that dream, and that dream was, like, reoccurring. I had it multiple times mm-hmm. as a kid. And it was so, like, I can picture it perfectly. Like, we were standing there on the dirt road, all walking up, and I saw our house just on fire. And it was, like, you know, the fence that's right there? Mm-hmm. We didn't have that fence for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I see the house just on fire, and all I hear is them going, ah, like, no, like, help us. And obviously we couldn't help, and it was just like, and then I wake up. My gosh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Let's get back to the fun, yeah, ep- fun topic of <laughs> black-eyed kids. Better than our dreams. <laughs> Especially mine. <laughs> All right, so uh, like these nightmares, the Black Eyed Kids often bring with them the overwhelming sense of fear and dread. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. (laughs) Which is often, at least at first, inexplicable to the victim. They Mm -hmm. just feel this feeling and they don't understand why. And then they usually see the black eyes and, and they're like, oh, oh yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. That's, that's why. That, I, that'll do okay. it. You had a uh, case you were telling me about, about this, like, just total overwhelming sense of fear and dread, yeah. like sucking them in or something. Yeah. So here, um, I'm just going to read this. I found it on this site called Thought Catalog. And basically, these people were just kind of sharing their stories with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to read it like verbatim, word for word, what he wrote out okay. in his per- like first person. Okay. So I helped them once. Never, ever under any circumstance do it. I'm not sure what they do, but it feels like as as if they're ripping your soul out. They get really close to you and you get amazingly drowsy. If it weren't for my girlfriend showing up mid-invasion and kicking them out, I probably would be dead. I didn't even see the black eyes until I had let them in. They're getting smarter. Yeah. Well, that's ominous. Yeah. So They're like, getting smarter. Yeah. So he said like he hadn't even like... Or maybe you're just dumb. Because your girlfriend didn't have a problem. Right. She's like, uh, no. Get out of my house. Get up. Gosh. Yikes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's creepy to listen Saying to. Saying that he was, like, feeling his soul was being ripped out and he got drowsy, that would freak me out, the drowsy part. Because you're mm-hmm. just like, You, like, can't oh, even control no. yourself. You know when yeah. you're just so tired you can't even keep your eyes open? Yes. That's... It's just like, I want to stay awake, and I can't. And you're just like, oh, uh crap. Now imagine that, but there's children ripping your soul out. (laughs) You're just like, oh, no. I'm I'm falling asleep. (laughs) No, don't rip my soul out. (laughs) Stop getting closer to me. You know, you should leave. Why are you so close to me? That's what he said, because they were super close. That's really weird. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. why are they so close? Like, all right, six feet, man. Six feet. Don't you know? Where are your masks? (laughs) Right. Put your mask. Six feet social social dist. I am susceptible. Clearly, I have some sort of immune compromised situation because I cannot keep my eyes open. Right, and I'm feeling this sense of my soul being ripped out. It must be the coronavirus. The Rona definitely. I heard that's the new um, like symptom symptom of soul crushing. (laughs) Yeah, like your soul is being ripped from your body. That's the next symptom. Yeah, I mean that makes sense with the Delta variant. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, it makes sense, and it makes sense regarding them being vampires because COVID came from a bat, and bats are related to vampires. Did it come from a bat though, or did it come from a ba- whatever it's called, a lab? It could. Or did it come from the ground? Who knows? Or did it come from the sky? I don't know if we're ever really gonna know where it actually came or from. Or maybe it's from aliens. 
Regardless, it's here now and it sucks. You know what I think? I think aliens were like, I'm bored. Let's do this and put it into our atmosphere just to like see what we mess do. shit up and be like, all right, sit down, enjoy your popcorn, intergalactic. Like, here we have the species humans. And at any given moment, they will destroy each other for no reason. Watch this, the simplest thing. So we will test this experiment now by in. Injecting their world with a new virus. Right. Watch Look how them in just fight. two short years, they crumble into nothing <laughs> as they rip each other apart. The world is slowly getting hotter and they are getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What a show. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the aliens yeah, yeah. were like, all right, next planet to go mess up. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Okay. Well, um,. That's pretty much all of the information I have about the black kids right now. I did want to talk about, just a little bit, uh, the white-eyed kids. Have you heard of them? That is racist. (laughs) What? The white-eyed peas. The (laughs) white-eyed peas. (laughs) New band name. Call it. Call it. Call it. (laughs) White-eyed peas. I'm the white-eyed peas. The white-eyed carrots. What? Just change it up a little bit. The white-eyed... Black-eyed peas. White-eyed peas. White-eyed beans. Why add lagoons? lagoons. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Again! What? This is what I'm saying! Get out of my head! Watch you're a black eyed kid! You're in mine! <laughs> I can't control this! Don't look at me like that! Oh my gosh. You're staring into my soul! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the white eyed children have also been described in some encounters with the black eyed children. Hmm. They seem to be stronger than the black eyed kids. Oh. And they can control them almost in a way. Now that's racist. (laughs) (laughs) It is a little racist. Or they at least have some power over them to protect the people that are victims of the black-eyed kids. Oh, so they're, like, protecting us. Yeah, in a way. It's weird. So um, there was one story that I read of an encounter someone had with uh, two black-eyed kids. They were knocking at his door, and after already denying them and shutting the door on them they were knocking again so he went and got his gun and came back and when he opened the door this time he saw a young girl that wasn't with the original Mm. two kids and she was turned away from him and seemingly knowing that he had the gun in his hand she told him that wouldn't be necessary oh yeah and so then she asked if two kids had been there before her The guy was like, yeah, and she asked when they had left. He told her they had left just before she arrived. She turned to him and said, good, that means they won't be far. Don't worry, you won't be seeing them again. And when she turned to him, the man saw that this child had completely white eyes. As black as the black kid's eyes were, these eyes were just as much white. Eyelid to eyelid. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. What? That's since I love that though. Like I don't know why, but that's so like interesting to me. Yeah, there's a few different cases too uh, that I read, but didn't have all of them written down or anything. But uh, of the white-eyed kids coming in, wow, or like a white-eyed adult, or just some adult Mm -hmm. that seemed more uplifting, kind of protecting someone who had an encounter with a black-eyed person, angel, a guardian angel. Yeah, kind of in a way, but honestly, they still ominous talk about them being two different forms of demons. Yeah. So I don't know really mm. what it is, but it definitely is interesting and well, something it's that you could probably how... research for years and years and years. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like how there's, you know, with like ghosts, a lot of people say there's like obviously good spirits and bad spirits and how some spirits will almost like protect you from the bad ones. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. how I feel Terry was for us. Terry was a good spirit. Terry was just kind of there. Terry like, was chill. I actually don't think they Terry were living their life. <laughs> they did turn on the oven one time. That was a little. I don't, I think she was just trying to make some food. Maybe. Tara's like, I want to bake some chicken. (laughs) (laughs) At least there was something in it. Wait, was there something in it? No. Okay. Typically, there's something in the oven, and then I burn it. (laughs) (laughs) And she turned the dishwasher on for us. But there were no dishes in it, so. Well, she was (laughs) trying. She's a ghost. What do you expect? Give her a heat. We don't know for sure. That's why we gave them the name Terry, because it is gender neutral. But I do get a very female presence from Terry. Hmm. I really didn't have much interaction with Terry. You were the one who always had the interaction with her. I only found things running when they shouldn't have been, like the oven and the dishwasher and things. It was so scary at first. Like, literally, my heart sunk. I was like, this is it. This is it. Anyway, right. so that was the case of black-eyed kids. The black-eyed chids. Chids. Those chids. 
them chitlins, like Grandma would call us. Chitlins. chitlins. What is even a chitlin? I don't know. I have a feeling it's bad. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Hopefully that's not, like, offensive. I have a feeling it might be. We should look that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never questioned it before, but now that I think about it, that might not be a good thing. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. We hope that you really liked what you heard yeah. or hated it. I mean, at least had some sort of reaction it to it. It made you feel super uneasy, but in the best way possible. You know, everything I read did say that as soon as you've heard or known about Black Eyed Kids, that's when you're going to have an encounter. So it's you're kinda, welcome. It's kind of like when you talk about um, Skinwalkers or a Wendigo. So, oops. <sighs> oh, no. Sorry. Now oops. you're going to get eaten Sorry. by a witch. All right. Well. Until next time, we hope that you stay strange, but not so strange that you're a stranger. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. If you liked listening to the show and want to hear more from us in the future, then please rate, review, and subscribe to us in Apple Podcasts or follow us on your favorite podcatcher. If we are not on a platform that you prefer, then let us know and we'll work to get our voices on there for you. You can reach us for comments, questions, or requests for cases or paranormal phenomenon at SysteriousPod at gmail.com. You can tweet us at SysteriousPod, check out our Instagram at Sisterius underscore podcast, or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Sisterius dash podcast. Remember, you can stay strange, but don't be a stranger. All right, see ya. Bye.